Now think about this for a moment. This is where you imagine this. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to do what? To dress and to what? Keep it. So in order for you to dress and keep it, you got to use your imagination. Okay. Next verse, uh, Brother Richard. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, thou may what? Freely eat, but what? Next verse. But, that, but of the tree, notice this. It didn't just say the tree by itself. Look what he said. The tree of what? That's the key. The tree of the knowledge of what? Of good and evil. So you don't just have in you the knowledge of good. You got the knowledge of them both. Are you listening to me? And that's the reason why when someone upsets you or seems like rub you on the wrong side, the evil come out. Is that right? Your mama. Huh? Is that right? <laughs> the evil come out. Well, you see, both good and bad is in there. And you can turn right around somebody else a couple of hours later, whatnot, speak, and you can be just as polite. Is that right? Well, what happened? See, I'm just trying to show you the knowledge is the knowledge of good and evil. You have the knowledge to do either one. Okay? And that's why I say, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou should not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt what? Surely die. So just think about that. You should, should see that's a spirit that, that right that die that's spiritually. That means what happened? Adam lost the same likeness that God gave to him. Now go back. Let's let's back this up a little bit more. Genesis chapter one. And let's just start at uh, verse 1. Genesis 1 1. I don't know where we're going with this, and I don't know what you call it today. Y'all just give it whatever name y'all need to give it, okay? We're just, we just rolling, okay? In the beginning, God did what? Created the heavens and the earth. Who did that? So we have to remind society today that God created the heavens and the earth. And there is no new truth, you know. Well, that's y'all truth. Right? And young people say, that's your truth. My truth is this. Well, this is still true, right? Okay. Look at verse 2. And the earth was without what? Form and void, right? And the Darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God did what? He moved upon the face of the water. Now, notice that the Spirit of God was there, but there was no voice. Can you see it? Yep. To bring about change was there. But the voice was not there. Faith is voice activated. Our words are voice activated, and so something has to be said in order for something to change. Can you see it? And this happens in our life every day. So when you look at your life and say, well, why is this happening to me? What laws do you have in place? What words have you been speaking over yourself? Because your words have power. Look at somebody and say, you are the prophet of your own words. That means... You will bring to pass the things you say about yourself. Good or bad. Now they just, just thank God they don't automatically just happen. You know, sometimes we'll say, man, I laughed so hard. I thought I was going, I just almost about to pee on myself. Thank God you didn't do that, right? <laughs> right? 
Or here's one that said, man, I laughed so hard, I, I, was, I thought I was about to die. Then all of a sudden, you, if people start dying, boom, you're going to stop saying that, right? Amen. So see, it's not every word you just actually speak because you don't really believe that. But if you keep saying it enough, you're going to give it power to kill you. You're laughing so hard and then you just, boom. Hmm? Your words, my words, determine our future. That's why you got to be careful who you hang with. You got to be careful who you listen to. You got to be watchful what you look at on TV. Music. Why? Because it's the words that has power to track to draw your imagination to do what? To lock you in. Words give pictures. Words are like spiritual containers. We speak words, but we words, you don't see words, you see pictures. Hmm? Banana. You don't you know, I don't want to spell it because I might put I might add too many ads in <laughs> But you know what a banana look like, right? <laughs> so what so what are you doing? So when you when you when you when when that happened, you don't see the letter, the word banana, you see the picture of a banana. That's how God designed us, and that's how we are able to comprehend. Through conversation, you could see through your mind's eye what you can't see physically. It's not physically there, but I can see it in my mind. Your imagination has a big part to play with that. And that's why if you flirt with the wrong thing, sooner or later, you keep messing with that thing, you're going to give life to it. Right? Yeah, yeah? Okay. So the earth was without form, void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God did what? Moved upon what? The face of the water. Notice the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Next verse, uh, Brother Rich. And God said what? Let there be what? Mm. Well, when did light come? And where did light come from? come from God. God is light. And in him, 1 John 5, and in him there is no darkness. Are you getting what I'm saying? God is what? And in him there's what? Mmm. Who's light? God is what? And there is what? <sighs> so if you be born again, then guess what? The light of God live in you and there is what? No darkness. That's in your spirit now. I still got some darkness in me. You rub me wrong, I might have to cut you. <laughs> Are y'all, see that's that other side. You, you, can y'all see that? How many understand what I'm saying? Now you can grow to the point that where as nothing move you. Amen. All right, now watch this. So God said, light be and light was. So where did the light come from? God. Light didn't know how, light didn't have no, didn't have no view until God gave it its assignment. Now that light is not just a artificial light like this out here. Look, go back to verse two. Uh, oh, I'm finna say brother Richard. Uh, boy, he changed. He went from black to white and he went to short and tall. I mean from tall to short. Okay. 
<laughs> Get over there, you. All right. What's your name, your sweetheart? It's going to be all right. So, Bree, Bree, it's going to be all right. Okay. That's a pretty young lady right there. And the earth was without form. You see that? And void. The earth was without what? That means it didn't have no shape. Right? And it was what? Void. There was, there was no life. You got that brother, Alabama? I'm going to get you an LSU shirt. You know what I'm saying? No, okay. He said, no, you're not. <laughs> about to start a fight in here. Notice this. So you see, there was no life. It was void, darkness upon the face of the deep. And look what happened. The Spirit of God did what? He moved upon the face of the waters. I'm just trying to show you you. You could be in a chaotic situation. You could be in a chaotic area. God destined you a reign to be there. And when you step up on the grounds or whatnot, it may be chaotic. It may be out of control. But once you step there, you have the authority. You have the dominion on the inside of you to say, stop it. <laughs> and that's powerful. I'm told that they just had a... Uh, a massive shooting in, in Texas. Oh, I don't know, yesterday, it was yesterday. I, I don't understand this. I'm just telling y'all, look. Things are not going to change. This is why you have to understand your authority. You, you, you can't run from whatever's going on. Now, when God called you to a specific area, then you have to be the one. If something is trouble in the mall, if we're in the mall, something trouble, with, now I, I don't have to holler at the person. I, I could just tell it. Now, you stop it. Stop it. Get off of them now. In the name. Now, you, you say, now you tell me that. It's going to happen just like that. Well, why not? I didn't do it. Who overcame the works of the devil? Watch this. Uh, Casey, we're going to come right back to this. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. Jesus said, for this purpose... Was I, the Son of God, manifest? Look at this. See it? For this purpose, the Son of God was what? Manifest. That means right here where the trouble is. Right here where destruction is taking place. Right here that's denied where sickness and disease, where poverty, defeat, and etc. I was manifested right here. For this purpose was I manifest. For what? Now, what is the purpose of him being manifested here? That he might do what? Destroy. Oh. Destroy what? The works of the devil. Now, Jesus has already destroyed the works of the devil. Oh, yeah, 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 look, see, y'all yeah, got to give me a better amen in there. Y'all just looking at me. He's already done it. So now, that's why I can walk in the mall and take my thoughts and say, now you stop it in the name of Jesus. Hmm? All right. Can you put that in the classic amplifier? The master just walked in. That's my friend. Clean, man. Like that color, brother. Like that color. Like that color. I don't care what Sister Perla said. I like that color, brother. Notice what he said. <laughs> See the second half of that verse right there? It said, 
the reason the Son of God was what? Manifest. Visible was to do what? That means he became a human being like you and I to do what? You see that word? I got to give me a pointer. I used to love that when it, I was in school. The teacher used to have a point. More, pay attention. That was always. They don't call you by your first name. They call you by your last name. Y'all remember that in school? <laughs> now, I don't know what she said, but I ain't going to go there. Notice this. So Jesus was made, what? Made manifest to do what? To destroy was to visible to undo, meaning to do what? To destroy, loosen, and what? And dissolve, what? The works, this is what I like. The devil has done. So what is that doing? That's putting us back in position of what the first Adam lost. Can you see that? Now, Casey, go back to Genesis, what were we? Uh, Genesis 1, 1, 2. The reason why, notice this, Satan gained a foothold because of what one man transgression did. Amen. So now you see, it says the earth was without form, void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And verse 3, again, and God said, now this when you say let there be light, we're not talking about just artificial light. We're talking about light with life to give. In other words, there was no life, no light on the earth. There was nothing. No, in other words, nothing could live. You, you understand what I'm saying? If I took a plastic bag and put it over your head, what happened? It cut off your circulation, right? You can't breathe, right? Well, that's how the earth was. There was no circulation of air of any kind. No light, no nothing. It was filled with darkness and void. That means it was nothing there. Until God said, light, come from him, be. And light came forth from God and gave divine energy to everything from that moment on. Now, Everything that God going to create from that moment on going to have life in itself. Can y'all see that? Man, I'm telling you, that's powerful. That is so powerful. Okay. Next verse, Casey. And God saw the light. And it was good, right? Now God divided the light from what? The darkness. How do you do that? There's no sun. There's no moon. But God is able to divide the light from the darkness. That, that what he's simply saying is the absence of light. When the, because of the absence of light, then darkness take over. You ever notice? Did you ever notice when... No matter, I mean, we all lived in hotels before, right? You know, slept in a hotel overnight. No matter how dark your room is, they have the little hall lights on, right? What, and you can see right up under your door, that light doing what? Coming in. See, what happened? Light will always pierce darkness. I don't care how dark it is. Why? Because of this order right here. Artificial light does that. Now you think about the light of God's word in your heart. When you get born again, notice this, you're no longer living in the dark. You're no longer living, allowing the enemy to guide you in the way that he wants you to go. Hmm? Watch this. Next verse, case. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. That's why we have morning. We have morning and night because God gave it that. And God saw 
And God said, no, notice this. We have seen, I think two times, that and God did what? The point, the reason for me giving you all, going back to Genesis like this, because I want you to see that words are voice activated. And when you put words in motion, good or bad, you have what you say. Okay? And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the water and let, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Keep going. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the water which were above the firmament. We're talking about heaven. And it was so. Keep going, Casey. So God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were what? The second day. Keep going. And God said, let the waters under heaven be what? Ooh, think about that for a moment. Let the waters be under the heaven be doing, be what? Gathered together where? Unto one place. Now you think about this for a moment. Wait a minute, I, I said this before. We got seven seas and how many oceans? Four? Four oceans, right? Who know the four oceans? We're going to go to uh, Bree because she, she, she's younger. Bree, what is a full ocean? Give me one of them. The Pacific Ocean. What's another one? The Atlantic. What's another one? Indian Ocean. And what's another one? Who? The Arctic. Now, we got seven seas. How many of you? Now, y'all got them little devices. How many? What the seven seas are? Then we got the Mediterranean. You got the Black Sea. Red. But anyway, just think about all that big body of water. Right? Ask yourself this question. And we all love to go to the beach. What's holding that water from coming on land? Brother Joe, what's holding that water? <laughs> so think about it. what's holding that body of water from coming on land. Man can't make enough whatever to keep that to hold that water back. No levy, no nothing. God himself, because look what he said. God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together in one place. What I'm trying to show you, the life that you and I are partaking of, the life of Christ, this is the same life that brought heaven and earth to, in place. Now the same life resides on the inside of you. You have this authority over God's creation. We didn't create it. He did, but he gave us the authority to walk in it. So when, when creation gets out of place, you and I are the one to command it to get back the way God created it. God said, therefore I say. Oh, see, I just lost some of y'all right there, see? No, that's 2 Corinthians 4.13. We having the same spirit of faith, therefore we speak. Therefore we believe. If you don't say, it won't change. You're not changing it because you because of you. You're changing because the life of Christ that's in you that paid the price for you to walk in that authority, for you not to run, for you not to be afraid. You can stand up, not only be a blessing to yourself, but be a blessing to your community, be a blessing to your city, be a blessing to your nation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because of the life of Christ that's in you. They can't see it at the moment, but you and I can. You have to choose to live this life and let it germinate on the inside of you.
Again, I ask, all the seas and the oceans that we have, what's holding that water back from coming on dry ground? Now, we know storms, but even a hurricane, it's got to go back. Why? Because God commanded it where it needs to be. God didn't command no hurricane. He didn't command no, t- no, no tornadoes. Hmm? That came after the fall. Earth was, earth is still right now, well, how does the Bible say that? The earth is uh, groaning. The earth is groaning right now for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. That means the earth is groaning saying, Brother Johnny, don't let that be like that. Say something. But what the average believer do? Oh, I'm just a man. What can I say? Who going to obey me? Who going to believe what I say? That's the problem. We're still trying to get man's approval. You don't need man's approval. God already has approved all of you. You're already the beloved of God. You need to start living that out. Stop trying to be accepted by people. Stop trying to do stuff to make people accept you. Why would you want to do that when God has already accepted you? You're beautiful in his eyes. There's no wrong in this eye. God said, that's my boy right there. Oh, yeah. I can count on That's my boy right there. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Not just collected and gathered, but it is to be in one place. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, it's like God has already it can't move because He has placed it in one place. He placed it. It, it has His boundary. Yeah. He set the boundary. And what are we doing? We're called to do what? To walk according to how he created it. The world, you can't look to the world to do this. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? You know, I was at Walmart yesterday. Man, the Walmart right here down the road, boy, that thing is beautiful. Oh, my God, that thing is beautiful. I mean, everything that they've done in there, it's, it's a total different store. It make you want to take your time and just, but you got to be careful. You want to spend more money. The one in Karen Crow. So what I'm saying to you is that, but they still got the same old added problem. All the cashiers closed. And it's a self-checkout. I asked her, I said, said, we got to check ourselves out and I'm good with that. But why y'all don't have them all open? The lady said, oh, honey. You know, that's how we're talking Southwest Louisiana. Oh, honey, that's above my pay scale, way above my pay scale. What she was doing, she didn't want to answer the question. So that's how. But see, they already know. But my point is, we don't have to do that. When something come about, we don't have to have a title, bishop. Apostle, prophet. No, just believer. We as the body of Christ, as believer, have the authority. Every one of you in here has authority over every one of those seeds or whatever's going on out there. You and I have that ability in us. But guess what? We're talking about using your imagination. You have to be able to conceive what God's word has already put in place. Now, we have seen over the last few years, there have been several storms and strong storm that was supposed to come here to Lafayette. I'm talking about the last few years. 
Lake Charles got hit twice in one year. And both storms was supposed to was heading here. Now I don't I don't want it to hit the city. You understand what I'm saying? I'm responsible for where I live. The same God that gave us authority here is the same God that gave them authority in Lake Charles and, and you know, wherever. Now, this is not to put nobody down. This is not the, I'm just trying to show you. This is what every believer has. But all don't really accept it in this light. And so the enemy will look at what we lack. And he'll use it against us and bring destruction and he'll tear up stuff. Why? Because we lack light understanding. Why I'm crying to God and saying, Father, look at this. It's a shame. Help us. And God is saying, if I could say, and God is saying, I can't. I've already did it for you. You have to turn the switch on. Hmm? Right? Well, let's see. I don't make nobody get up and do it myself. Oh, I know you would, Sister Bird. Turn the switch off. Paige, turn that switch off. Brother Joe, turn that switch off over there. There you go, Kim. Okay, now you can't hardly see, right? You can see good. <laughs> but the lights are off, right? What if we say we call LUS? Look, our lights are not on. We paid our light bill. You know how it is when you get bored. Look, we paid our light. It, was, it came by the hardest, but we paid it. We need somebody to come out here and cut our lights on. They said, no. The light is turned on through the main source, right? But they're not going to come in here and do what? Who have to do that? You, you and I have to do that, right? Okay, y'all can. So what am I trying to say to you? That's what the power that's in your hand and mine, we have to flip the switch. And you do that by saying your words is what flipped the switch. LUS is responsible to make sure that the power is here to, when we flip that switch, the same thing with us. When we got born again, God said, the power now is in you and I. You have to be the one to flip the switch by your words. Because if you don't speak to it, it ain't going to happen. And so, oh yeah. I mean, we heard. I heard the last one spoke. He said, "I don't understand that." He said, "The storm is sitting right there at this basin, and it won't move. It was sitting right there and it wouldn't move. Uh, this is what the mediator, this is what the meteorologist himself said. It's sitting there and it won't move. Why? Because our words, and that was the last one that happened that went to Homer. Yeah, that one was heading straight here. And I said, No, you're not. And the Lord had me. Y'all can go back and you can look on Facebook. It's on Facebook. The Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go on there and tell him that storm is not coming here. This was a Saturday morning. I remember it. I did a whole teaching on it about authority. We was here that Sunday morning when that storm was supposed to hit. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember, y'all remember that? That's right. And that thing had went to home. And I think they're still trying to recover right now. 
That's that's right. Now, do we want that? No. Did we send it there? No. Do I understand that? No. What I'm trying to show you, tell you is, is that the authority lies with, but you, you look, we can't get ready when a storm hit. You have to be ready all the time. You have to live your life in this lane as though, look, I'm, I'm, I'm ready at any moment, just like the military. Bobby, no, some of y'all been in the military before. You're ready. You as a former police officer. I mean, something happened. I don't care what's going on in your personal life or whatever. You called to protect and serve. So what is he going to do? He's rushing out to the, to the place where the, fight, where, the, where, where the shooting is. I'm trying to get away. He's going toward it. That's his job. They put their own life at stake. And most of them don't know whether they're going to come back or not. That's why you pray for all those first frontline defense. But what am, what am I trying to say to you? I'm saying this to you. That authority is in the body. If you and I don't speak, communities will, are lost. Jobs are lost. Lights is out for I don't know how long. Everything starts a shortage of everything of the necessities take place. I mean, look down there at what happened in Florida. Look at all the, the theft. It's like people live for these type of crises so they can go and steal your possession. I used to couldn't understand why people say, man, I'm be." I'm so glad when this storm hit, we're going to have us a hurricane party. I don't, know, I don't remember what year that was, but there's an I-10, there's a part of going in the, I don't know what part of New Orleans, but whatever part that was, the bridge collapsed. Anybody know what that is? The bridge collapsed, and there was a place in between where those people say they're going to have a hurricane part, it destroyed that place. That probably about 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Is it that long? It was Katrina? Yeah. That was nasty. What am I saying to you? Your words have power. Don't ever think your words don't have no meaning. God created all human beings to have authority over their, over their lives. I don't care what, don't let no one speak to you in a manner say, well, your life don't matter. Who said, who told you that? Who told you that lie? Your words don't matter. Yes, they do. Now, we're talking about respectful. Now, we're not talking about being, y'all understand what I'm saying. Watch this. Can y'all take a little bit more of this? So, so, again, he said, let the water under the heaven be what? Gathered together where? In one place? And let the dry land appear? Can you imagine? We couldn't even be here. We couldn't sit here today if water was all over the place. You'd be trying to sit in that seat, Bobby. Water flashing all over the face. <laughs> we had to put seat belts on so you can hold you down. <laughs> uh, are y'all getting what I'm saying? No, but look at God. We got dry land. Enjoy. And then if you want to go to the beach or whatever, you can go enjoy the water. And then come back on dry ground again. Why? Because a divine law has it in place. My point is, when something gets out of place that is not the order of God, he's not asking. God is saying, look, don't come to me. I'm going to look and see what did you do about what I gave you. 
Let me say that to y'all again, because that's a little bit kind of, that made a new wrinkle in your brain. God is saying, don't call me. I'm going to look down and see what did you do about it. Why? Because he put the authority. I guess I need to show y'all that because y'all, 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 okay. Matthew, Matthew uh, 28, 18, right? Is that right? Matthew 28. Look, yeah. Look at that. Jesus, this is after he was raised from the dead. He came and spake to them, that means the disciples, saying what? All power is what? Given unto me where? In heaven and in earth, right? Next verse, Casey. Look what he done. He delegated it. Go ye there for you. Y'all see that? And do what? And teach all nations. What are you going to teach them? Stuff what I'm teaching you. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Is that another verse? Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So where is that authority? It's in us. He don't have it. Jesus don't have it. He gave it back to you and I. Okay. All right, okay. Casey, go back over here to Genesis. I want y'all to see this. Four times we've seen, and God said, and God said, what I'm trying to show you, if you don't open your mouth, go next verse, Casey. If you don't, next verse, if you don't open your mouth and speak, it will never happen. You're not authorized by man, you're authorized by God. Now, you have to be responsible for what comes out your mouth now. You got to be responsible. You just can't let words go and just think that there's no responsibility. That's a responsibility that goes with them. I tell you what, I'm getting so old, man. I tell you what, man, I, I can't get around like I used to get around no more. Everything's starting to hurt now. And you start hanging around people with... That, they're talking that way. Oh man, I know what you mean. I woke up this morning and it took me it took me a half hour for this leg to, to, to just to start moving. Be careful with your words. I get up every day. My youth is being renewed like the eagle. Thank you, Lord. My respiratory system is strong. I have no breathing problem. My nervous system is working right. It's not working out of order. It's not overworking. My immune system is strong, Brother Johnny. It's so strong it can fight off all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. It's off limit to my body. Huh? Now what if y'all don't, what if y'all, you see y'all looking at me all strained, now, come on, Pastor. Everybody gets sick. No shit. I fight sickness. <laughs> See, y'all know I belong here in Louisiana, right? This part of Louisiana, right? <laughs> For this purpose, what you call shit. Shit, baby. <laughs> no. For this part, what, would, what do we say? We have this authority. It's that life in us that wards sickness and disease away from us because we put a law in motion. And then when your body seems like it's due to try to get under attack, in the name of Jesus, I don't receive you. I resist you. Sinus infection, I resist you. You will not, you will not penetrate. You will not overtake my body in the name of Jesus. 24 hours, that thing gone. Why? Because that was a resistor. Yep. Yep. 
the words that I spoke. We do it all the time. You may use whatever. You, know, you may use some over-the-counter medicine. So what are you doing? You're using it as a resistor, right? I'm just using the word. You're doing the same thing? Oh, look out now. <laughs> Motown was about ready to come back. I thought I was... <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, I was about to go. <laughs> no. But y'all but y'all understand what I'm saying? That authority is where? It's in you and I. Okay? I, I really want y'all to get that. I really want you to understand that. So always be mindful of your word. Even if you're tempted to say something negative, I want you to say, I mean, the, 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 the environment, maybe it may put you in a position that you want to speak something negative or this and that. You, you hold your tongue. Hmm? Hold your tongue and speak those things that have life rather than those things that have death. You don't want to complicate things. You don't want to confuse your heart. Amen? Say what you need, say what you mean, and do what you mean. Okay? Okay, here we go. And God said, let the earth bring forth what? Grass. So the reason why we have grass is because what? God called it. The herb yielding seed, the reason why we have herbs is because what? God called it. And notice this, yielding seed. And the fruit tree, yielding what? Fruit after its kind. That's why you have peaches, you have bananas, you have oranges, you have pineapple, you have kiwi, you have all the different uh, uh, fruits or whatever, or vegetables or whatever, because what? God spoke it. So in its season, it keeps reproducing without you and I trying to make it do. Just, just have to have the right season. You have the right season of time of planning. And guess what? It does what it does. Without you and I having to be, you know, worrying about it, stressing over. Man, I want this pecan tree going to produce. I want this, this fruit tree going. No, it knows it got life in itself. Now. Society may attack it, some type of disease, a bagworms may attack your pecan tree. Well, you can take authority over that too. How many of y'all got a pecan tree? <laughs> That's a shame. See? And they hold their head down. You got Alice in the back. It, Praise God. Thank you, Lord. But I love them. I tell you, I love them. But a pecan tree, and all Brother Richard do, he just laughed back there. I tell you. <laughs> so a pecan tree, <laughs> I, I did, I did, I did. I, I never went with them. I don't ever went with them. But notice this, a pecan tree, it could get bagworms, and it could lose, whereas if it could bring, I don't know, I don't know how many pecans a, a pecan tree can bring, how many pounds, but, huh, sacks, yeah, yep, and you're right, depending on how old it is, but if bagworms get on it, it destroys it. Off all squirrels. Right? So what am I saying? If you want good pecans, you're going to have to speak to your trees. Now, they got some things you do, but I'd rather speak to it. Bagworms, you are off limit on my tree. Squirrels, you will not eat my pecans on this tree in the name of Jesus. Oh, oh that's what Brother George do. Brother George, you shoot them things. Some people make squirrel hats, you know. They have a little squirrel soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, that's okay, you know. 
Look, when you, when you live in a country, you can do a lot of things that you can't do in a city. You understand what I'm saying? But, but anyway, what I'm trying to say, you take authority over it. We got rabbits back there and everything. But my dog, she don't tolerate that. They see her, they go on. Oh, yeah. But notice this. You see that? The fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is where? It's in itself. Upon the earth. Why? Because God spoke it. He don't have to recreate it no more. Now you and I, watch this. Jump to, uh, what, give me one more verse case, and then we jump to verse one. Uh, verse one. And the earth did what? It brought forth. First of all, God called for it, right? And look, what he called for, it came. The earth brought forth grass, herb yielding seed after his kind, tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was what? Good. That means you and I can see when we call for something, you can look at it and say, yep, that's good. Why? Because it came accordingly to how you saw it. And you're not seeing it from your perspective, you're seeing it from God's perspective. Everything God does is good. So you ought to be expecting everything to come to you and happen to you in your life like God has already originally put it. Because his life lives inside of you. You have to draw from it. But if you sit around mediocrative, if you sit down uh, uh, allowing people to give, put limits, I'm telling you, then you're going to live a limited Christian life. You still say God still loves you. You still love the Lord. But guess what? You got very little results in your life. No. God wants you and I to excel. Okay? Watch this. Whoa. Look at verse 26 now, uh, Casey. God made his prized possession. Now notice this. He said, and God said, let us make man where? In our image and what? In our likeness. That's what gives you the dominion. That's what gives you the right. That's what gives you the authority. That's what gives you the say. Hmm? Because what? We got two things like him. What? What is the two things? Image and likeness. You're created in God's image and likeness. But if you're not careful, you'll look at image and likeness outwardly. You'll try to judge who you are or what authority or how far you can go with God based on how you look, based on where you come from, and all of that is a bunch of yada. That's malarkey. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must do it how? In spirit and where? And in truth. So therefore, if, if he said, let us make man in our image and likeness, then that means we look like God from a spiritual point of view, we speak like God, we think like God, we act like God. Why? Because his life is in us. The color of your skin don't matter. Well, you understand what I'm saying? It would be a sad world if everybody looked alike. Everybody with the same color. Uh-huh. I mean, just think about it. God made color because he loved color. Right? I mean, just think about it. I mean, I have no, look, I can't do anything about me by me being, you know, uh, a black man. Not an African, whatever they call that. What they call that African-American? I'm not no doggone African-American black man. I'm a black man. Right? I don't know nothing about Africa. Look at that. See how quiet y'all get? Y'all just, just, just. <laughs> you don't know nothing. You're just a black person. All right? Oh, uh, Sister Celeste, she's white. She can't do nothing about being white. The color is not, the, the life is not in the color. The life is in the blood. 
I mean, if my sister right here being white needed a blood transfusion, if she was old positive, guess what? I could give her a blood transfusion. They can take the blood out of this black body. And take that blood out of this black body and put it in that white body. That body not only live, but it'll still be white, right? Because the life is not in the color. It's overrated. Why the devil got folks hating one another, disparaging one another because of the color of their skin, like they had something to do with that. No. He is a deceiver. And if you open that door for it, he will come in. If he think that you got, if you be listening to anything with hate, anything that's filled with racism, you find your, I don't care whether he be a preacher, I don't care whether he be a politician, whether he be a teacher, anybody that got hate, I will tell you, get away from them. Tune them out. Because their life is heading for destruction. And if you hang around them long enough, you too going to be part of that destruction. Hating of something that you don't know nothing about. The life not even in the color of the skin. Mm-hmm. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Right? And you got to rejoice. Why? I'm telling you. We live in areas where it is crazy for people to separate themselves because of color and treat one another prefer with preferential treatment because of color and etc. Let me tell you how you break that. You walk in the divine life that I'm talking about here. God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness and let them have dominion. Let me tell you something. When you walk in a place of business, people will do for you. People will do, will go out there. Look, I have it happens to me all the time. Do you think because it's just, it's just me? No, it's God in me. Why? Because I don't walk up there looking like, Mm-mm. Everywhere I go, people, man, you just light this place up. Man, you come in with that big old smile. Well, guess what? That's they they talking about the Christ that's in me. Because what? He's a spirit. And his spirit in me is lighting up. Guess what it's doing? It's taking your guards down. Hmm? I'm telling you. Y'all need to try it. Because I'm telling you, racism is from the devil. It's the works of the devil. And he will do all he can to keep you from walking in your God-ordained uh, uh, dominion that you have because you're looking at a person because of color. You're looking at because of what they say, how they said, and now the devil got you hating on this person because they only picked on you because I was black. Give me a break. If you play that game with the devil, he gonna, it's not what they do. Guess what? Your words got a law in motion. And every time you go somewhere, guess what's going to happen? Same thing. It's gonna, it may not even be. It just look like. I know what I'm talking about. But if you go in there with a different attitude, they still maybe don't like you. But man, they can't they can't fight that love. <laughs> they can't fight that love. And it's just like that love will melt anything in anybody. See, you don't let the poison get in you. You don't let their issue become yours. The life that I now live, let me let me help y'all with this. I'm going to close with this. Galatians chapter 2. See, when I know when I'm finished. When the Lord tell him, when they bind it, I know when I'm finished. Y'all going to be able to go, to go to churches and get you a good old bucket of chicken? Some jalapeno peppers in that boy? It's going to be all right. Well, that's how you eat church's chicken. You have to have that. See, the jalapeno pepper helped that. 
that grease from sticking. <laughs> All right, here we go. So what does it say? I am what? Now, I'm talking to you and I as believers. Whether you be black, white, Latino, Mexican, what is another, Russian, whatever. This is you and I. Those who are not born again, they don't see this. They can't live with this. They can't walk with that. You and I are bound with this. This is you and I right here. If you got problem with this, you keep putting this before your eyes and you keep meditating on it until whatever hurt, whatever injustice, whatever it is that hurt you, move you, whatnot, until it come out. Notice he said, I am crucified. What is the word crucified? What's another word for crucified? Put to death. Dead. If we went down to the morgue, how many rights do a dead man have? Boy, if he be talking in there, something wrong, huh? Got a problem. Yeah. They say, Houston, we got a problem. That's a hassle with democracy. You understand what I'm saying? So I am crucified with what? With Christ. Nevertheless, what? I live? Not I. Listen to the words. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but who? Christ living in me. Can you live? Can Christ be living in me and I'm still speaking ugly? Uh-uh. You made Jesus the Lord of your life. I made an exchange for my hurt, for my hate, for my anger. I put on Christ. Now, I'm not saying you're going to do it all over, all, all, all over night, but you have to start. Yeah. See, the Lord have me to talk on stuff like this in a balanced way. Why? Because not in an imbalanced way. In a balanced way of understanding that, notice this, all that stuff comes from the fall of man, of one man transgression. And so division, hate, anger has been all throughout the generation of 6,000 years. But it ended when Jesus became the Lord. He became a man. God became a man and died in our place. And he dealt with all of that. But guess what? I have to partake. I have to let this life rule and reign inside of me. I have to choose it. Hmm? Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying here? Your background may not want you to choose it. How you were raised may not want you to choose it. That's why you can't be hanging around everybody you, you know, who, you, who you were raised up around and tell them that. They don't understand that. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? That's why you're here today and those that listen on, on Facebook. Why? Because this is how we grow. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not what? I, but who? Christ where? Live in me. So if Jesus' life is in me, then guess what? I'm not partaking the ways that I had before. Now, I know you're not going to overcome this all overnight. It's a process. Little by little, you overcome these things. You don't just, you don't, you know, a person that lived a life filled with profanity or whatever, they just don't stop doing it all overnight. Little by little. Why? Because the word is shining light. And all of a sudden you have the desire to say, you know what? I don't want to speak that way no more. I don't want to think like that no more. I don't have the desire for that no more. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? You may even have to say, I don't have the desire to eat boiled crawfish. Just bring it to me. I'm going to give you my address. You boil them and bring them to me. And I'm, I'm going to eat them for you and I, okay? <laughs> and the pecan, yeah. 
So think about that. It says, it's not I, but Christ liveth where? In me and the life which I now live. How do I live? How do you live now? By the what? The faith. That means the belief of what I have received as a son, a daughter of God. I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Who loved me. Don't make no difference if you don't love me. This is what counts. You get this love in you. It's a domino effect. Everybody else is not going to have no other choice but to love you. They're going to say, man, I don't really care for him, but i tell you one thing. You can't fight that love. You can't fight that stand that he has. I respect that to the highest. Why? Because people can see God in it. And they know you can't touch that. Did y'all learn anything today? 